It's on. Boom, baby. We are back with some good old cold, crispy openings. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Covert Show. We are on episode number 80. I checked before we got on the show this time, like 30 seconds before, while JC was going to grab a quick can. And we got both hosts here today. If you couldn't tell, JC's back after some weird scheduling from last week, which is pretty normal on this show. Because if we can't ever find like a specific date, we're just like, oh, we'll keep, we'll keep moving. We'll keep moving. We'll keep moving, and then eventually we all hey, we kind of met met a crossroads. We have not. First week. Props to us on oh, the good old show. Tonight's the night, though. I'm having a hard uh, Mountain Dew Live Wire for the first time. Hell yeah, the Tall Boy, because they don't sell those in small cans. So, also for those, I'm going to give you a loud yelling warning as well. Uh, we're watching the tail end of the Devils Calgary game, and before we came on. Nico Heeshear had a uh, shorthanded goal. The Devils were down 3-1 at one point, went on a four-minute penalty kill. Heeshear scored. Uh, Nick hopefully didn't have his headphones up. Well, if he did, it wasn't good because there was a lot of yelling. It was loud. Uh, so I'll give everybody a heads up about that. I uh, can't promise it won't happen again because, uh, you know, go Devils, baby. That's all I got to say. We're out of the playoff race at the moment, but – couple of wins stacked together, and we're going to be right back in the thick of it. It's been a whirlwind of emotions on the prep of this show, and by prep, which we really don't do a lot of. It's like 20 minutes of us talking previous before the show starts recording. So if you guys are thinking, wow, you guys are really in-depth on your segments, no, we just kind of we roll by the seat of our pants here because that's how we do things on this show because that's more fun. Because if you got the whole thing scripted, then what are you going to do, be the NFL? But I'm sure. You know, and I mean, it's a lot less natural. Come on, Holt. Come on, Holt. Oh. Give it to Holla. Oh, we missed it. Did Bro, I was scrum in front of the net. No one knows what. Oh, Holla got punched. That's got to be a penalty. Come on. Holt is like looking super sad. <laughs> I got, he got punched. He got punched. And he's going to stay in the game. Of course he is. Anyway. Yeah, that, that's what you got to look forward to here in the first, uh, however long this game takes to conclude. Uh, also, uh, first sip of the old hard Mountain Dew Live Wire Zero Sugar. It's pretty solid. Pretty solid. Like a lot of the Mountain Dew flavors, pretty solid. Pretty solid. It's no uh, wild cherry or whatever the other one was, but, uh, oh, wow, big hit there. Wait, is that oh, that? You're drinking the Mountain Dew Hards? Is that what you're doing? Livewire was yeah, orange, sure wasn't am. it? Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Hey, I got that one right. Good for me. Go me. Oh, boy. Yeah, they, oh, boy. Uh, there was a wild cherry, and those that don't know me on this show very well, uh, Code Red is uh, one of the premier beverages of all time uh, for your boy, and that, wi- that wild cherry one did not miss. Um, so, oh, where's he? Oh, Hell, oh, yeah. Come on. Well, we'll start out the week as we have been doing this covert show meteorology report brought to you by We oh, Wish Because it never No! Come on, man. Uh, we just can't get out of our own way right now. You <laughs> oh, I know how that feels. I know how that freaking feels. Trust me. I know. You don't got to tell me that. I know. I know what getting in the way is like. Four, two. Oh boy, they P-Tech. did. Oh boy, 
big, big deficit there with nine minutes left. But this meteorology report it's is... It's only two goals. Don't give me that. I, Jeez Louise. could meteorology report? Bro, we got to talk about it. Brought to you by... We wish it was brought to you by Bush Latte because they don't want to sponsor us yet. But we're working on it. We're pushing real hard yeah, for it. That's the key word, yeah. But if you guys were in the good old... My dad apparently said this, and you can confirm this, because my dad can't say shit right now. Because my parents are currently enjoying a beach. Actually, they come back tomorrow, so I get to laugh at that. But they get they were chilling on a beach the whole week in freaking Cancun. And I'm stuck here in Iowa. Oh. And freaking, we're all getting the family group chats, getting all the pictures and all this stuff. They are having drinks. And they're just sitting on a beach and by the pool listening to music. Life. I'm like, okay. Life to the max, man. Yeah. But we had our own taste of Mexico weather today, except for some part of the state because we got hit with a freaking wind tunnel today. We felt like Kansas out here. It was 63 we in the middle of Iowa. Today. That's Okay, so it was confirmed. That was what I was getting at. Pop said that it was snowing in freaking Storm Lake, and I was like, I haven't seen anything yep. on this. Yep, it was that gross, really <laughs> wet, heavy snow. Oof. So it was probably like, uh, I don't know, 115, 120. I leave my apartment after my uh, lunch break for work, and I walk out there, and I go, well, oh, this is about it. Uh, I think it snowed, I don't know, a couple hours. It didn't amount to anything because it was, like I said, that wet, slushy, gross yeah. snow. But I can confirm it did indeed snow today. And it was foggy as heck last week oh, and yeah. the early part of this week as well. Um, so, yeah, we got that going, and then a good old uh, – Kind of hazardous weather outlook. Um, nothing expected. I don't really know why it's even on there, but uh, hazardous outlook uh, for tonight, none. Days two through seven, none. And no spotter activation is expected. So, you know, hey, we'll take it. On my radar, I got sun, sun, and more sun down in the middle of southeast Iowa. It's supposed to be. It was 63 today. <laughs> I was a happy camper, except, like I said, it felt like freaking Kansas in a wind tunnel. But the next rest of the week is supposed to be mid-upper 40s with a low of upper 20s and low 30s. So with that... This is the segment of the entire show. People tune in, listen to 10 minutes after I go on, uh, have a little bit of a moment with my devil, giving up another goal, and then tune right back out. Other parts of the country with a winter weather advisory, North Dakota, Montana, Idaho... Parts of Washington, Oregon, Nevada in the northeast corner. Uh, looks like some winter storm warnings in the mountains of good old uh, Arizona. Flagstaff could see 8 to 12 inches of snow, uh, snowfall rates of 2 to 3 inches per hour could fall there. Uh, that's also parts of uh, Utah with a winter storm warning. Uh, an avalanche warning for parts of Colorado winter storm will watch there up towards the Denver area as well. And we do actually have a couple of avalanche warnings. It looks like for parts of oh Montana. Hold on. Let me, hold well. on. I got to get my, I got to get the, Oh, that's Canada. Nope. I got to get the radar up here. I'm doing a weather map for you as you're going. <laughs> You're good. Go Montana. <laughs> and so parts of Montana with a uh, good old uh, 
avalanche warning down through Utah. It's actually kind of interesting. We got a winter weather, a winter storm warning for parts, an avalanche warning for parts, and a winter weather advisory as well. Again, parts of uh, northeastern uh, Nevada there. So, you know, a little bit of everything going on out there. But as for the Midwest and the East, not a lot cooking. However, if you go out east, looking at some coastal flood advisories for parts of Delaware, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and New York, coastal flood statements intermixed amongst that as well. And that's a pretty good look at things, actually. Uh, I guess parts of California do have a couple of frost advisories as well as coastal flood uh, for the Oakland area, Santa Rosa, that sort of area, San Jose with a frost advisory. Um, so we're seeing temperatures uh, tapering down in San Jose tonight, 37, Friday night, 36. Daytime highs in the upper 50s to uh, the uh, low 60s. There you go. I wish you could have seen it, and I wish we do, like, actual video recordings with this, too, but that would be super difficult. But, freaking, I was holding up my phone on web, on my weather map, and every time you said a state, I was just trying to put it up like the freaking chroma key. boy. <laughs> I made a joke last week on the show. I was like, you know, wouldn't it be funny if we, like, actually had, like, a big-ass map and a chroma key back there, and we're just pointing out the weather as we go on the, on our weather segments? But, sadly... Currently not in the budget, so don't get your hopes up, folks. It ain't happening. That would be funny. But there you go. That's our good old covert show meteorology report sponsored by, we wish it was, Bushlight. So there you go. And with that, we got some housekeeping items. And by housekeeping items, it it helps keep our heads clean, but at the same time, it just really freaking doesn't because we always go down rabbit holes. And we were talking about rabbit holes before we started the show, and JC had a wonderful topic that he wanted to bring up last week when he was absent for the show. But guys, what are what are the dating apps even? What is going on there? We got a beep and signal. Did we lose the man? Nope, we did not. He's back. Yeah, I think your uh, I think your stuff dropped momentarily. Oh, for those keeping score, uh, currently sitting at. Under eight minutes to go. Devil's down to need. Oh, right to the doorstep. Come on, D-Dog. You got to get that in. Uh, yeah, we're talking about good old dating apps. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling extra squirrelish today because, you know, uh, trying to focus on two things at once. Jack Hughes is back in the lineup tonight, by the way, for the He's first going. time in 10, uh, 11 games. Also, fun fact about the game, we're losing, but for the first time in eight tries, meaning the previous seven we'd given up the first goal. Tonight we actually scored the first goal. Progress. Um, so, mm, well, if we don't win, it really doesn't mean anything. I mean, progress. Uh, but we need one back quick. It's only two goals. Um, well, Markstrom Lazar. Oh, oh, and Markstrom stopped him again. Oh, big push. Lazar got pushed. Johnny Marino's looking at the Jumbotron like, good Lord, what do I have to do to score? Johnny Marino, spoiler for our next segment, uh, our segment coming up, had a big one against the old Avalanche. We'll talk about, oh, man, how did he not get that in? Markstrom thought it was by him, too. 
Wow. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. Good old uh, Sharon Govich, at least he didn't go off tonight. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, we're talking about, oh, I thought that went in. All right, anyway, I'm going to try to focus for more than three (laughs) seconds here. Devils are in the offensive zone. Wow. Calgary is just throwing the hugs around. The vibes of Doug from... The vibes of Doug from up right now of just squirrel and just seeing everything go off is freaking hilarious <laughs> every you know, two seconds. Good old Nick absolutely was banking on this when we uh, started recording. It really when we was. Did. I'm just I'm just gonna say, um, but yeah, we're talking about dating apps and uh, your boy is back on Bumble because I'm bored. Ooh, that just about scored. Um. And I've been on Tinder, and and everybody on this show knows how I feel about both of these apps. They're a joke. They're a tough Have place. Been a joke. Well, continue. In order to be a tough place, there has to be like an opportunity to you know get past yeah the boring conversations that inevitably happen. But I got into a conversation, which hey, you know, you talk about progress. I mean, at least it was a conversation of sorts, I guess. Valid. Um, people are boring on these apps. I'm not saying I'm the most entertaining person, but like every single conversation, oh, Johnny Marino, does he have another one in him? Uh, whistled it wide. All these conversations scored. I was going to say, <laughs> he scored. Andre Pilat's got another one. And the over. In one with 614 to go. Bro, I looked over at my laptop. You said, oh, does he have another? And I just looked over and I'm like, well, there's a goal. He didn't react yet. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm ahead. That was funny. It looks like Pilat. I'm glad he didn't say anything. It looks like Pilat tipped it in. Dude, let's go. I looked over. Oh, it is Pilat. He got another one. Let's go, boys. I looked over, and it said 4-3, and I was like, wait, how did he not, like, when did I miss that? I'm pretty sure he would have screamed it out, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, no. You're like, oh, God, here it comes. I was like, oh, boy. I was prepared. I had my... 614 to go. Let's go. That's that's getting clipped. One goal away from a hat trick. Yeah, you just clip all the parts where I sound like I'm a psychopath. Oh, okay. Uh, Speaking of that, that throws it back. We'll talk about this too. Sports fans are still psychopaths. If you guys listened to the last episode, I said it. It's true because we are. Point proven. (laughs) Oh, Lazar. Come on, Chipotle. That's a trip. He tackled him. No way. No. Oh, my. Okay, they are going to call something. Probably against the Devils. Get it to the point. Get it to the point. All right, we have a stoppage. It looks like it's going to be a call actually against Calgary. Pospisil. He's going to the penalty box, and we have a timeout with 540 to go. Oh, man. Anyway, yeah, you know, you're a little, little crazy about your team. Yeah, you um, definitely you know. get it. Uh, oh, I just bumped my knee on my desk. You know, it, it's it's one of those things that's so funny because, you know, I mean, I'm a big hockey and baseball guy. You're a big baseball, football guy. 
hockey and baseball for me is one of those sports where when your team's playing, as in for me, the Blue Jays and Devils, it is impossible to be impartial. Every oh, single yeah. call, you know, the stereotypical thing where it's like, if the players on your team, they're the best. And if they're on the other team, they're a bum. Yep. That is so Valid. spot on. And then you watch a team that's not yours and you can watch the game. And it's just like, you notice all the little things that you complain <laughs> about your own team. And you're like, wow, I am actually a little bit, um, you know, I have an inability to watch these games impartially. The, the, the bias right is now, sitting in it. real time. It's like every single time yeah. you see a penalty go down the list, it's like, oh, no, that, that was P.I. I mean, he was holding them. You get into that game. What the hell was that bullshit call? Yeah. That's not P.I. Yeah. And then you're just sitting there Penalties and everybody's and like. hockey are the exact same thing, man. Oh, my God. It's too funny. Oh. All right. Eventually, everybody's just waiting for me to get back to the point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Bumble, we'll give you an update next week. I literally downloaded it like two days ago out of sheer boredom. Tinder, you ever get in a conversation with somebody that you can tell both from your perspective and what you're reading that nobody actually wants to have this conversation? Yes. Nobody really wants to be a part of this? Yes. But you're both still playing the part. That's exactly what Tinder's been for the last two weeks for this guy. Because, you know, occasionally... Even the blind cat catches the mouse. Yeah. So even me, I can I can get a conversation, but I had one that went for I don't know two or three four days, where it was. Congrats, it was going, honestly. Well, it was going technically, as in there was a conversation. However, the contents of the conversation was just like forced. Oh, God. And it's one of those deals where you're like, you know, I mean, I get it. We're all on on these dating apps, and no one feels great about themselves for doing it. But, like, on the other point, if you don't want to match with somebody and don't want to talk to them, don't start the conversation. It's not Bingo. that hard. Seriously, though, it's like, because you'll go through, you'll match with somebody, and then all of a sudden it'll be like, you'll have the conversation of the day, and then the next day it's... And then, especially now in today's freaking world, it's the and it it was the, still the same way back in the day. It was okay. So, how many times do you text them before it's like clingy? How many times like or how long do you wait to respond back to them if they haven't responded to you? Like all this bullshit. It's like, dude, right. just have a conversation. Even if it is over text, just have a conversation with the person. The amount of times that I've actually sat through and done that, of I will send a text or I will start asking questions, and my responses are longer. Not like, I'm not talking like novel or paragraphs, but like I'm typing out a full fluid right. sentence. I'm typing out like a couple of bubbles, sending them You're up. You're giving some consideration yeah. to the conversation. And it's one word answers or it's one sentence and then it's dry the rest of the way down. And then you get to the next day and it's the same thing. Like if you, if they responded late to you and you didn't open it yet or you didn't have your app open and then it's like, okay, so you reply back to them and then all of a sudden they don't freaking respond to it or it's just one thing. It's like, okay, what are you doing? And then two days later, they either unmatch with you or the conversation just drops. It's like, yep. can we have a conversation? It's all we're asking yeah, about. It's, it's, it's so funny because it, even like, and you and I were talking about this, I don't claim to be the most interesting person in the world because I'm really not. 
Oh, Markstrom with a great save right there. Um, but like, if you're in the game to have a conversation, hang out, and see where things go, it shouldn't be that hard. No. I mean, we all had profile pictures. I mean, everybody makes fun of those dudes and girls that oh. have the picture of the 12-inch fish and all the fishing stuff. But like, you you can go through a profile picture yeah. and find something to talk about. Like, I mean, and especially for guys, I mean. It ain't that deep finding something for to, to talk to us about because no. 90% of us have at least one, if not multiple sports teams that, you know, you're, you're 100% in on and you could talk about for days if you really wanted to. Sports but teams, yeah, outside it, interests, all of it. Just talk to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Or bring up your own interests. Yeah, seriously. I mean, most of us are like, yeah, that's cool. If you like yeah, under, underwater basket weaving, tell us. We'll have, yes. we'll try to, we'll Google it for you. We will try to have the conversation and everybody listening is probably like, wow, these guys are really lame for talking about it. It's like, no, that is the world that dating has become. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't see it all over TikTok, Instagram, everything, if you don't see the cut or the dudes guy or the guy with the list on TikTok of the 600 uh-huh. X. And also, I f- fucking hate that word. I'm throwing the F-bomb in early. I hate that it's word. So it's so stupid. stupid. Dude, it's I just... I mean, like... And 90% I mean, of the time, I, the ick itself is stupid. Yeah. The reasoning behind it's so bad. <clears throat> like, yeah. oh I my mean, god. The, the, we're talking about icks and, like, first date no-goes <laughs> that are, like... <laughs> Oh. Okay, so, you know, we'll talk about the first date thing you wanted to talk about coming up. But, like, the the thing about the X is you literally can't do anything without getting wrapped up in some ick on this list. I uh-huh. mean, there are 650 um, or more of these by it's now. so bad. And it is just oh. nothing short of remarkable. Like, that's the climate we live in. And, I mean, the other one that's fun is the women getting asked about, what uh, they think the average man's salary should be when they're dating him. And that's even more funny because oh it's like, my God. Yeah, that, you're so far out of touch with reality. It's incredible. But it's, yeah, let's oh. break down the list of first dates that are a no-go now. We talked about the old <laughs> ick. And I'm just going to warn you, it's 242 to go third period, 4-3. It's getting up there. I'm hoping there's some... I hope there's some shouting about to come. And keep in mind, guys, I am ahead. So I possibly know the outcome of this game or what's going to happen. My mouth will stay shut. The camera is rolling in case this catches it. So without further ado, this was off of the comment section. If you guys don't know the comment section, this is um, Brett Cooper's podcast. B-Tech, what in the hell are you doing? About Why it. did you leave your dad? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, this sounds bad. What are you doing? He's halfway across the ice. <laughs> He's above the circle. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> There's no way that goal's going to stick. Oh, my God. If that goal, B-Tech got his, oh, my God, he got rocked. He got mauled. He got mauled twice. 
all my if that's what loses us this game, you have all oh my god. Oh boy. Kadri swinging a VTech. Wait, there's a fight? There's a fight with a goalie? I can't, be I can't believe what I just watched. Oh, my God. They, they don't have a scoreboard up, so I have no idea if this counted or not. There's no way that counted. Oh, I'm watching. I am, I am, I am stunned. I have the game cast pulled up. He's watching the actual game. I'm still ahead, even having or even he, after having to reload he, my page. Well, that might be offside, but VTech, this guy plows through VTech. Oh, That's got to be offside. Pospisil, our defense just stopped. That was funny. Holy cow. Oh, no. This is getting wild, it's, folks. There's a lot of John going on here. People are just trying to get back to this first date. That didn't count. Wow. I I can't believe that didn't count. That must have been offside. All right, well, VTech didn't throw the game yet, so that's cool. All right, back to your list. I, I can't believe what I just watched. Now we have an empty net, so they're about to get one, but oh, that's such a bad... Such a bad around-the-zone play here, boys. Come on. Oh, we got it. Nick's like, this game's already over and you lost, bro. Oh, yeah, there's an empty netter. There we go. Okay. He missed it. <laughs> he missed it. Nick just spoiled the fact they get an empty netter at some point. I thought it but... was that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, there you go. There's the turnover. There we... Okay. Wow, that was an absolute. I saw the five go up, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's I, ball game." I don't, I don't know what to say anymore. I stole the chains. Something. All right, you might as well just get this first date thing going. Because speaking <laughs> of things that is not 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 a good thing to talk about, oh, got dating boy. apps and this first date ick thing. They ain't it, buddy. They ain't it, and so I have no idea. And people could be pulling our chain with this list because this just. We'll go through some of these selections here because this is just outrageous. But this was off of the comment section, Brett Cooper's podcast. Otherwise, Ben Shapiro's twin daughter, niece. At this point, the list for her and Ben Shapiro's like relationship of how that's supposed to go has gone off its rocker. But without further ado, this is a list, and this comes from a Twitter account that I can't see what it is because they smartly blocked it out. Here's a list of places women absolutely refuse to. And also, by the way, we are not sexist. This is just funny shit to talk about. So if you guys are going to try to pull the card of guys are picky and all this shit because you think we're pulling the card of women are picky, no, we're just laughing at all of this because the dating world has gone to shit. But this is a list, or a list of places where women absolutely refuse to go on a first date, starting with number one, the Cheesecake Factory. What the hell is so wrong with that? Specific. What's That's wrong? Absolutely with that? hilariously oddly specific. I think the Cheesecake Factory is nice. I like the Cheesecake Factory. The food's good. I mean, it might be a little overpriced, but the food's good. Cheesecake Good. That, I feel like that's part of the dating thing is you go to a place that's perceived to be a little bit nicer. Oh yeah. Everything's a little bit more expensive than it should be. Yeah. All right. Well, that's we're off with a good start there. 
I'll give these these two for a first date. Probably not the best location, but at the same time, if you gotta do what you gotta do, like if some plans get canceled or some shit, because half the time on this list here, it, you kind of have to bounce back and forth. Number two and three, Applebee's and Chili's. I'm, Applebee's. One. What is wrong with Applebee's? Okay, Applebee's is Applebee's like a high school first date. And still, I'm I mean, questioning I'm that. I'm not Mr. Wealth. I'm not, not wealthy. I mean, that two for 25, man, that's, that's pretty good shit. And then you get those dollar, uh, uh, what the hell are they, dollar margaritas or whatever they have That's there. what I'm saying. <laughs> Dude, I mean, you guys can just have a... I don't know. Maybe it's just because uh, I'm, like, super easy to please. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with a good old Applebee's. And what, what's we wrong with we pulled again? So see if we can get one in here. What's wrong with Chili's baby back ribs on a first date? Come on now, give me an office reference. I mean, I've gone to a first date at Godfather's Pizza, man. What? So anything's higher class than that. Oh my lord! Next one well, on the list. Defense, oh, oh no, that's to stay wide. In your defense, where are you going with that? In my defense, that wasn't my decision. Wait, what? The, she picked the Godfathers? Uh-huh. <laughs> she sure did. All right, score one for us on that point. That one wins. We got our win on that one. Next one on the list is Chipotle. I'll give you that one. As good as the yeah, food that, is. I was going to say, but they had that, or, um, oh, they had that one outbreak couple of years ago. I mean, yeah. that one, you know, I could see. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Devils are about to lose, by the way. Panthers uh, won. I hate to see it. Uh, of course they did. Number five on this list. Oh, my God. Number five on well, this list is so Olive Garden, bro. Olive Garden. Dude. See, that's one I feel like would be one that, like, she should pretty, she should be pretty happy with that. Unlimited man. salad, soups, and breadsticks, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You can you can be there an extended period of time just simply because yeah. that ex- all the free stuff you get with it. What? Okay. Yeah, I knew this list was going to be something, but so far we haven't found one that I'm like, yeah, okay, that's 100%. I understand that. I'm on this one. Going to the movies on a first date because normally a first date is talking with people and getting to know them. How are you supposed to get to know somebody at the movies, right? Yeah, okay, I'm with you. That one's okay. a little dodgy. Next one, number seven. Unless you're going to cook the meal for them, and still, this is not a smart idea. It is, <laughs> I mean, st- well, if you're going to cook a romantic meal, I guess, we're getting really deep into this topic, boys. For a first date? Your house. No way. Your no house. No way. No way. If it's a first date, no shot. There's that's like a third, fourth, fifth date kind of thing, boys. Yeah. No, don't do that. You don't open. You don't. You don't do a home game for your first try. That that ain't it. You gotta no. do a neutral site. Yeah, that's like that's like tossing in a rookie against the best team in the league. You don't do that. That's that's yeah, amateur that's hour, boys. Any fast food chains, so like Burger King, Chick Fil A, all that shit is what I'm thinking of there. You guys can you guys can splurge a little bit more money. You guys can push for the Applebee's if you guys are taking a woman to a fast food chain. I mean, I don't know. I, I, a lot, of, so much of this is subjective in the simple way of like, I mean, it depends on like if both parties involved are like, yeah, I am nothing short of broke, 
<laughs> and would like to just do a, you know, if a nice little something. small scale <clears throat> date, then okay. I mean, I'm not inherently against the, especially Chick-fil-A. Oh. I mean, I feel like everybody gets pumped up about that. Hey, Chick-fil-A is a good religious place to go. So, you know, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that's oh. the, you got to use that for your reason. Oh, it's because of the religious things. Yes, that's, that's why right. I'm going to Chick-fil-A. No, hand- also, Vegas is kicking the dog <laughs> shit out of the Coyotes right now in the first three ones for those keeping score at home. No hand-holding until date number four or marriage, <clears throat> whatever comes first. Number nine and ten go hand-in-hand. Hand. Somewhat. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Go back to that. What? Oh, you haven't heard the joke? Is that something you're making up or is, oh. that, is that an actual? So, like, a lot of – so, you know how – and this is not to get into all that shit, but, like, you know how, like, religious families, like, this if you're super – This way deeper than oh, yeah. I thought it would, by the way. So, you go into, like – religions have the no sex till marriage thing, right? Like no intercourse, no intimacy Uh till marriage. Okay. 90% of the time, if you follow that good, like if you follow that one, I am proud of you. Good for you. That probably just threw us, that threw me under the bus so fast. I probably think, but anyways, if you like, if you follow that and you are willing to do that for your partner, and especially if you're a partner that has like been a little bit more active and this partner is deciding that they want to wait that long, and you stick with that person for that, you are on the top end of the list, my friend. But, so, it's like a funny joke. It used to be the thing where girls have, like, or it was more of, like, a cooties thing, but then people started making the thing of, if you were super religious, like, even hand-holding, you couldn't hold hands because it was against the, it would be too intimate, and so they started saying no hand-holding till marriage, so now you just make the joke. If nobody else has heard that, then it's like, it's like fireball fireball blankets all over again. I, I we got to come back to the fireball blankets because I'm not gonna lie to you. There's a couple of things with that that cracked me up, bro. But yeah, the right, Continue on with our before we had go back to that. Okay. Um, go continue through our list here because we have been, and by we I mean mostly me, have been. Uh, Oh, All my. over the place. A little a little squirrely on this one, if you will. Number nine and ten go hand in hand, except one's a little bit more extravagant than the other. Buffalo Wild Wings and Wing Stop. Now here's my thing with Buffalo Wild Wings. If you are on a date with a person and they are just as big of a sports fan as you and by all means there's a game on that night and it's like, Oh hey, would you want to get together and watch the game? B dubs. First place I'm thinking. I was going to say there's two parts to that equation for me. A, if, if it's a loud place and you're actually, you know, this is like your first interaction ever. Yeah, I could see yeah. how that'd be a no-go. Valid. But to your point, if you're both sports fanatics, what better place to, what better place to go yeah. outside of, you know, going to an actual sporting event on the first date? Just saying. Oh, that's um, on that list yeah, too. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. JC, yeah, that's not a bad choice depending on uh, the situation. JC, I'm going to skip down the list for you since you said it. Number 28 was sporting event. This is the biggest crock of <laughs> shit of all of them. Let me tell you something. When you think about it, assuming you both are sports fans, like if you're, you're, <laughs> this person's not a sports fan, then, then I, you can throw them about <sighs> the other one. But if you're both sports fans, what 
better neutral side place with a bunch of people around and you know <sighs> you, you buy nosebleed tickets because it's the first day you're probably not buying rinkside tickets or 50 yard line tickets or behind oh. the plate tickets go get some nice nosebleed tickets go buy your nice stadium beer hot dog whatever you're gonna get what oh. better place man you get it and i'm thinking baseball namely here that would be the perfect you one have, you have a game that obviously is going on in front of you. You've got the time during it because, you know, in between innings, whatever, what better place to do? What a better place to get to know each other. Or you're out in public. So the pressure is off even more, unless you somehow land on the kiss cam, in which case, you know, I guess you're going to see how invested both parties are right away here. Valid. Like that, that's a stupid one to have on the list. I I 100% agree, because here's my logic behind it, too. Say you go to a baseball game, right? We're both baseball fans. That's what we're linking it to. You could do this at any sporting event, but we'll just use baseball, because this one's honestly easy for it. You have three outs in an inning, right? If you Mm -hmm. can predict each out or predict a run score in the inning, something about that, then you turn it into a game where the other person has to start saying something about themselves. Or in between each out, you have a talking segment, and then you watch the game. And then you have a talking segment, and you watch the game. And that's perfect, too, because yep. you get you hit on a really good point there is there's no pressure to, like, there's no awkward silence, no. if you will. Like, if you're in a restaurant, and everybody's had this, the conversation goes well till it doesn't. And you kind of have that awkward, like, dead time. If you're at a live sporting event, there's no such thing as awkward dead time because whenever you're not talking, the action's going on in front of you. It's very perfect. valid. I, I don't know how I don't know how this is top thirty on the list. <laughs> One especially a joke, you, man. Dude, especially if they're as passionate as you about it. Because trust yeah. me, if I find a girl that is as passionate about sports as I am, that will literally freak out on every like even if it's not my team or yeah. her team at a game. It's like the, the, the start yelling question. at the umps and everything. Yeah, the big question for me in my life has always been, what if you find, like, I don't know, say she's the one, but she likes the rival team. And I'm like, there's been people that have, like, walked away from relationships because of it, and I'm like, oh, you're approaching this way wrong, man. It can be so much fun. That is the best case scenario. Because both of you are going to be highly invested in your teams. And, you know, the competitive fire's there. What's wrong with that? It's, yeah. So, sporting events. People, I'm sorry, but why? Why? But also, if you're you're a woman and you're not interested in sports, I see where that could be a problem. Because if you get a guy that's a big sports nut, like the two of us are, and we take you to a sporting event and you're not very interested in sports. But also, here's the thing. You know how you find that out? Communicate! You're never going to take him on a date. If you know, like, right uh, off the jump, that this person doesn't give two good shits about sports. Yeah. You're not going to take him on a date there. It's not that complicated. And chances are, like you said, if this person is, you know, not big on sports, they're going to tell you they're not big on sports. Yeah. I yeah, agree. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> Number 11. On this list. Dude, this list gets funnier because some of these are some of these are just smart date ideas, but at the same time, I guess it's not extravagant enough. Number eleven on this list is red lobster. Ouch. (laughs) I don't think I've ever actually I had one date at a red lobster. It was an anniversary date. I never have. 
had one date there. But that was like the closest thing that we could go, and both of us were thinking the same idea. So it wasn't just me. And it wasn't a first date. Number 12 is a buffet. Eh. Okay. Yeah, after COVID, I get that. Valid. Number 13 and 14 go hand in hand. IHOP and a Denny's. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, good old... uh... Denny's is funny to me just because of the typical clientele that Denny's has. Yes. Like. Oh my gosh. Uh, I I don't know. There's there's been several on this list that I I don't know. <laughs> Bro, IHOP endless pancakes. You don't want that as a first date? Come on, you're kidding yourself. <laughs> Thirteen is or fifteen is the gym. Don't go to the gym on the first date. That's so weird. I don't even know where to go from that. Number 16 is church. Don't go to I church. I feel like church is a good meeting point for people, but... Don't go I on don't a know. first that, date. That, that That is a very strange place to go on a first date. Also, how does that make on the lit... What, got, like, what people are you guys dating that take you to a church on the first date? What, like, oh, well, I want to I wanna go to Sunday church with a- you. <laughs> Apparently that's a good question. I oh I don't gosh. know. That's that's an immediate red flag. That's that is as the kids say an ick. Well, that just gave me the ick saying. It. <laughs> Number seventeen and eighteen oh go. Oh my god, you're, you're killing me, man! Oh mercy. <laughs> oh Seventeen wow. and eighteen on this list go hand in hand, and this one kind of pisses me off. You mean the Co- rest of them haven't? Well, a lot of them have. But Starbucks and coffee dates. Why did I say coffee? Co- fuck. <laughs> coffee. coffee. <laughs> no, I said coffee. I didn't even say coffee. I said coffee. It made me immediately think of, hey, I'm getting my coffee here. I sounded like I was from New Jersey. Coffee? Khakis? But, yeah. So, one... Are coffee dates not a thing anymore? Because I remember people were just like, "Hey, do you want to go grab a cup of coffee?" And like, or you know, is that just a is that such a movie cliche that it doesn't even exist? I, because I'm the wrong one to ask. Because I was about to say, oh. having been on coffee dates, that's another one that's so I don't know. That is very singular, like, like singled out, like. Oh. relaxing, I guess. Yeah. Where, like, if you're going out to a restaurant, you know, it's the pressure of going to a restaurant, where I think most people, when you think of coffee dates, it's a little more casual, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's super but, simple. Yeah, you can I, talk. I don't know. I'm the wrong one to ask, because, if you know, that'd be another one that's in the playbook of, because people like me that don't drink coffee just get a hot chocolate. And then you know what that does? That's an immediate conversation starter. Because that's a red flag are the and person half. you're going with. Is yeah, thanks for that. Is uh, <laughs> is a coffee drinker? I don't drink coffee, man. Come on. And see, and then everybody's gonna say, "Well, that's a red flag. He, it's an ick. He doesn't drink coffee. Who cares? I will drink yeah, coffee, it's, it's and I will drink hot chocolate." Of like, of like, how addicted to coffee are you? Because every co- every person that I've oh. ever met that drinks coffee to that extreme. There's always a sliding scale of like, there was a boss I worked for one time and she legitimately 
would pay 20 bucks for a cup of coffee. If, cause I was like, okay, let's start this out of like how much money, five bucks a cup or five bucks a cup, 10 bucks a cup, 15 bucks a cup, et cetera, et cetera. And I had her up to 20, 25 bucks a cup before she even thought about it. I'm like, that's, that's a free conversation starter, man. Like, you paid tw- she paid $25 for a most, cup of coffee. And most people that drink coffee are proud of how much coffee they drink. So, no, it was a hypothetical. If the oh. coffee prices went through the roof, how much would you pay? And it was like 20, oh. 25 bucks before Oof. she was finally like, had to think about it. And I'm like, 25 bucks for a cup. Yeah, you know, I just got to have my coffee during the day. And I'm like, ah, clearly. Then go make your fucking own. <laughs> I got to have my coffee. During- 25 oh. bucks, man. Also, yeah. and this mostly goes for, I don't know when it comes to like other partners on this one, but when it comes to uh, a guy and a girl, guys are getting so ingenuitive now. I wouldn't, ingenuitive is not even the right word. They're getting smarter now. And I know guys getting smarter is weird. But guys are starting to have their girlfriends voice memo their Starbucks orders. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. That's actually pretty hilarious. I am sorry. I cannot pronounce half the shit that's on those lists. Like, I think it's funny seeing adults try to do the pinkity drinkity or whatever thing. on. I don't even know if I said that right, but... I've got, I need a, I need a mint mocha frappe, cappuccino, espresso, whatever, oh, and I'm just like, can you just say, just come, just come with at this point. Don't send me to go pick up the coffee order, just come with, or record it, please. (sighs) Uh, That reminds me of a time in the airport in Minneapolis, RC was ordering coffee, and this was at 5 in the morning. 4.35 4.35 in the morning, and I, I don't know anything about coffee. It was either he ordered, he wanted a cold coffee and he got a hot coffee, or he wanted a hot coffee and got a cold coffee. I can't remember which, but he uh, ordered it wrong. Oh, and boy. Him and the barista shared a look where they're both like, what the hell did he just order? Oh, and he we get down part partway through the terminal, and he goes, what the hell is this? And I'm like, I don't know. I've got my hot chocolate and it tastes pretty damn good. buddy. <laughs> he's like about it. Like 35, 40 minutes later, he goes, I know exactly what happened. And like I said, he ordered one instead of the oh, other. And I'm boy. like, I don't know. I get, I tell him large hot chocolate and then get the uh, look of, yeah, this guy clearly doesn't go to coffee shops because it's venti or whatever. Oh dude. I was just about is. to say that. It's like the so Paul Rudd video. Chocolate, and then they're like, it's not going to be oat milk or like the four milk choices they have. And then I'm like, I just want a hot chocolate, man. Just put milk in it. Put the cocoa like, in I've it. I've dated like, people dude. along the way that were huge on Starbucks. Oh. And obviously I'm not. Because like you said, if I'm going to spend $8 on a cup of coffee, like I might as well make my own. Yeah, if I'm but, yeah, spending so $8. So I get hot chocolate or oh. tea. And the looks you get when you order hot chocolate after the person in front of you ordered a uh, fancy-ass coffee every single time is oh. hilarious because they're like, what is this guy even doing here? Well, and like you said, Good it's stuff. it's venti. It's like, I just want a large coffee. You guys are the <laughs> only people. Dunkin' Donuts does large. Scooters does large. Starbucks is the only 
one that is extra. Why? Why you guys think you're so freaking cool because you because got a cool it makes green you logo? Sound fancy. No, it makes you sound fancy. No, you can get a venti helping of me saying large the entire order. <laughs> <laughs> Number nineteen on oh, this list. Moving down. Man. Wow, I'm feisty on this one. <laughs> Number nineteen yeah, on this when list. It comes to sporting events, man. Oh. oh, I'll get up there on that yeah. one too. Number nineteen. This one, why? It's summer. It's hot. This might sound a little bit weird, but, like, you can think of a cute date idea. Go to, like, a cool mom and pop one of these. But ice cream dates. Dude, come on. What's wrong with that? As a first date, come on. Seriously, especially if it's summer, (laughs) you can put on a nice shirt. You can put on some board shorts, your best golf shorts that you didn't spill fireball or beer on. The last nine that you played or just wash them like a decent human being. Your girl's probably going oh out in a sundress. God. Like, seriously, just do go on an Here's ice cream thing date, about bro. That. Oh, my you God. You can parlay that with something else. Seriously. You can parlay that with an activity before it. So, yeah, I don't know what the hell the problem with that is either. Yeah, don't I, know that I one. didn't. I mean, I thought I was going to be able to, you know, be a little less, you know, judgmental on these people saying these are crap date ideas. But, like. You can parlay ice cream date with whatever you want. Like go out to good old Top Golf. Go out to Real Golf. Go out to the beach. Like, bro, if Top Golf was easy. on, if Top Golf was on this list, is not a first date idea. I would freak the hell out. That would be Top a Golf fun. Is another one that's a slam dunk because half the people at Top Golf have never swung a golf club in their life. Yeah, and if you're the professional people, then you're all the way at the end. So you can laugh at all the other people that accidentally throw a club, fall off the bunkers, and everything but like that. That's the thing. That's the it's thing fun. that's funny. Oh, it makes God. for a great first date because, you know, when you go up there and swing and miss the ball like a doofus, of course you're both going to laugh at it because it's funny. Yeah. Or you get the, depending on whatever side of the of the couple it is that's going out on a date, one person's super competitive and the other person's not. So then there's going to be an embarrassment factor, and then you're going to be whining about it the rest of the night, or you're like, man, I really wish I didn't swing that club or, hard. Or you got or the guy that's trying to be macho. option that's hyper-competitive, and you find out that both people are hyper-competitive, and then you're off and running, and it's even better. It makes it more fun. you find out both people aren't competitive. And you both just, you know, go up. See, I am just too easy. I'm the wrong one to ask about and literally any of these mm-hmm. because I'm just too easy. I feel like most guys on anything on this list would go, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, no, I don't think I've there's got many reasons. on this list that would be an automatic no. Here's one for you. Family functions as a first date. That might be the first one where I go, yeah, probably not. Yep. I don't know about that one because uh-uh. – Nope. By the time you go to a family function, there's an assumed step that was taken, if you will, when you meet the family. You're skipping like, like thirty steps, every- bro. Yeah, what's what I mean? Yeah, you're going. Like, you're yeah, you're going all the out the first the first person that you meet at a bar and just be like, yeah, let's go to the family reunion coming up tomorrow. Like, no, oh. no, that ain't it. So, all right, so you found one I agree with that that would be a no. Yep. Uh, This one I I will kind of put on as a no because this one kind of goes the inviting to your house kind of thing. A movie night. Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, all that shit. 
Well, that, you see, that depends on what the intent of said date is. At that point, it's just called because, a hookup. Yeah. If you're going for the hookup and want to date, then okay, fine. Yep. But, like, if you're going for a date, I still go back to the, the, the there has to be a neutral site yeah. agreed upon. It can't Preferably be. a neutral site in public. Because then, you know, that takes all the pressure off of everybody. So, yeah. Well, it can't be a long drive away because number 22 on this list is somewhere that requires a long drive. People grow up. Really? That is the most nondescript thing I've ever, like, just any long drive ever. Yep. That's that's all it is. Somewhere that requires a long drive. Why? See, <laughs> I, can, I can get behind this because, it, so we're talking first date specifically. Okay. If you've never met this person, why would you want to drive six hours with them? Okay, but here here's the question. What are we... Are we actually specifying for the long drive that it is over an hour away? For a first date. So, well, I mean, oh, an oh, hour to two hours is not a long drive to me. Yeah, and I guess so this would have is, to... Okay, first step is, what is a long drive? So Let's say 90 minutes plus. 90 minutes plus. I, I like that. Everybody's and like, wow, you guys are... first date specifically. What if, what if you want to go to a beach? What if you got like a cool restaurant at a beach that you want to always take somebody to? That should be wait. That should be held back until a later date, in my estimation. Because okay. if you're, but okay, here's the other part of that: is how close are the people we're talking about? Because that's the problem with this: is there's so many variables. Like, okay, is this somewhere where the person? Like, if you split your distance between you, it's like an hour and a half, and say you're like. Two or two and a half, three hours apart, yeah. And you meet in the middle of an hour and a half. That's different than if you live in the same town and you're driving all the way. You know, a two or three hour drive. Yeah, because if I had but somebody again, from here going to Des Moines, there's a lot of variables there. Yeah, but I mean, I feel that one too, because especially if you guys that had one, feels questionable to me. I'll give you that in one. The yeah, general sense. I was kind of debating on that one because it's just like one. If you've had good conversation over text, yes, it might be awkward for a little bit in the car. Also, this there was a big ick. I hate that word every time I say it. There was a big a big one that was some girl said, um, guys that just absolutely scream songs in the car. We can't have fun well, and listen to our music. Isn't that what yeah, everybody that, wants is somebody to act like an idiot if, with? Yeah, that's an L take if I've ever heard one. Yep. So I'll give you that. Number 22, driving, dri- or something that requires a long drive. It's hit or miss depending on what the location is and all that. Number 23, you can't go bowling on a first date. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what are we doing? What do you mean know. you can't go bowling on a first date? Dude. Again, this goes back to ice cream. Parlay this with dinner. What is so complicated about this? Seriously, go bowling for go say because hey. This is the exact same thing as oh. top golf. Is chances are you're both gonna suck at it. Yep. And then you decide. Then you figure out who's which one of you is competitive. I don't know. This feels like we're being awfully picky. I yeah. Those that put this list together. No bowling. Come on, bowling's easy. 
it's, it's like it's like if Top Golf was on the way. I mean, you just go out and it's a public thing you're doing together. I don't understand what's so complicated about it. I feel like bowling is a rite of passage for a date. Like you gotta go bowling on a date yeah. as a date. Like especially I within the first like within the within first the five first dates. Three. Yeah, I would say first three to five dates, you're probably gonna it's, go on a an activity of some sort similar to bowling, top golf, take your pick. You gotta do Mini a competitive yeah. Putt putt. Yeah. Putt putt. Thank God putt putt's not on this list. It's le- at least it's not in the top thirty. <laughs> putt putt would be so much fun. Like you said, parrot like most of these girls are probably, or like these people are probably thinking it's like, oh, come on. Think smarter, not harder, folks. Number 24 and number 25 to me are both kind of no's. A nightclub and a hookah bar. Well, (laughs) again, there's so many variables with that. Yeah. I mean, chances are you're meeting a person at one of these to start with. So, like, I don't know if that – if you met him there and then you go back as your quote-unquote first date, I don't hate it since you're both familiar with it at that point. I feel but like you can do better. Like, and, well, yeah, that's, depending, there's a lot on this on, list that yeah. you could do better. Yeah, I mean, you could do yeah. better than ice cream technically too. But, Fair. Um, it, it's like a lot of these. It's got a lot of variables to it because, I mean, I feel like – like I said, it kind of goes back to that whole neutral site place in public you're familiar. Like, in this one's even better because you're both familiar with it. Because yeah, in, in the situation I have in my mind is you met them there, you know, you talk, you chat them up, things go well, and then you circle back for your quote-unquote first date. There you go. I mean, that seems easy enough. I would agree with you but on like that if 100%. It's, if it's something off an app and you go to, like, a nightclub or a hookah bar – Maybe not. I could see your point there, but that's that's kind of the point for me on a lot of these is it's awfully subjective. I mean, there's not many that are like straight up bad. I mean, family reunion may be the worst idea I've ever heard. Going straight to a person's house. Yeah. I mean, straight to a person's house is on that list too of like that's that's dodgy, but you know. This one Family Reunion, far and away has been the worst one I've heard off of this entire list. I agree with that 100%. Number 26 on this list is you see all the time people are asking, just take me out for a drink. Just take me out for this. Number 26 on this list is a bar for drinks as a first date. Make that up the mind. That depends what region of the country you're in. Yep. If I'd... you're in the Midwest, I feel like that's, uh, to your point with a couple of other ones like bowling, kind of a rite of passage in the first few. I don't know if you lead off with that necessarily. Yeah. But again, you could parlay it with like, go get drinks here and then go to some go downtown to dinner. upscale dinner thing and parlay them together and then you're fine. Yeah, especially if you just meet there. Like if that's a start point, just stay there for a couple of drinks, have a good chat. Yeah. Yada yada yada, kind of that. That should be your icebreaker Get on the first date. Not gonna lie. And then everybody's starting to, you know, feel feel a little less nervous about the first date. This yeah. one. And then go get dinner. This one is the most, and this was because twenty eight was sporting events, so that was the last one that I have on this list. Number twenty seven. Absolute garbage take, by the way. Oh, one hundred percent. No question. No I'm question still about pissed. it. <laughs> Salty. Done. I still think that's terrible. 
Number 27, this is the most redneck thing on this list. Most redneck thing I have ever heard. Who takes... Is it cow tipping? <laughs> no. Bro, if you took somebody cow tipping on a first day, I applaud you because that's guts. Down dirt roads with the windows rolled down and the music cranked up and then you park the truck or your car and you uh, watch the stars. Is that what it is? No, but thanks for that one, Luke Bryan. <laughs> no. It, hey, you know, I'm going, you said it was redneck. I'm just going with stereotypes, man. Come okay, on. but you but you actually pictured like a decent night. This first date would be at a Waffle House, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The, the only way that's okay is if you go there at 2 in the morning to people watch. <laughs> because Waffle House at, like... Two, three, four in the morning are nuts. It is Dude. tremendous. Uh, Waffle House That's just in like, general. Uh, good old Perkins. Oh. For those of us that Perkins 24 hours. When you go to Perkins what? at 2, 3, 4 in the morning. It's a fun thing, man. It is a scene. It's fun. I, I'm uh, with you, though. Not, I mean, a, not a first date, man. I'm sorry. It, 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 I feel like... Once you get to know the person, that could be like three, four, five, six, somewhere in there. Yeah. But not one and probably not two and probably not three, if I'm being honest. That's like once you're pretty familiar with each other and you're like, okay, this is this person's fine and, you know, everything's all good on that front. Then, but yeah, as a leadoff date, yeah, I don't know. That's a little questionable at best. So there's your top 28 on this list. You know, I've got a couple. So, like, and like we said, Earlier, if you guys just kind of like are wondering again what this was, this is a place of, or this is a list of places women absolutely refuse to go to on a first date. This is not so just us being picky learned, about it. Basically, what we've learned is women don't want to go on dates anyway. As clear cut as it is, and like we said, we're not sexist or anything, like, but it's got it's getting hard. Because like off of this list, you've knocked out sporting events, anywhere for dinner. Bowling, ice cream. You've knocked out um, the fun shit. So you can't go to their house. You can't go to your house. You're not going to go to the family reunion. Like, you're starting to run out of places to, like, go. You can't go to church. What about a concert? What about a concert? A concert's <clears throat> still technically alive. Concert's still technically alive. I had brunch date that was not on here. But then okay, again, yeah. okay, but here's yeah. the thing, though. There's going to be a reason of why you can't go to a brunch date as the first date because you're, you're not supposed to see them in the morning. You're supposed to take them out later in the evening. It's like, it, but let me plan a fun first date, folks. God damn. A, a brunch date, you could, I don't know, I feel like you could make that, that That's again, a fun date. That could be better than nightcap in some situations. It really could. I mean, if, you, if it's a person that's like, you know, shyer, that isn't about the bar scene, that doesn't want to go, you know, to the club, it's yep. loud and crowded, a brunch, yeah, yeah. And then you go brunch and then go do some other activity, yeah. Like, what? Like, hear me out. Top, uh, <laughs> brunch at like 9 or 10, Top golf for a couple hours, boom, there you go. An- another fine, another fine date idea. So if you guys are wondering, yeah. for all the gentlemen, ladies out there wanting to know where to take your significant other or your 
as people call it now, a situationship. <laughs> it's not called the talking phase anymore, even though that's its own separate thing still. If you're thinking about taking a person on a date, we'll go that far. <laughs> Be avoidant of these places because you will get messed up, especially if you're a guy taking a girl on a date for the first time. You will get laughed at, and it will be put on ick. Chose bad date. But now, I will give them this. That's definitely like, if I you, mean, outside of a concert and brunch, those are the only two that are like yep. haven't been expressly talked about. Yep. Yeah. The singing in the car comment from earlier is another giant L take. What? The whole point of dating, the whole point of wanting to get into a relationship with is 99% of the time getting a best friend that you can be a total moron with. Like, you, you can be yourself. You can be happy. You can be obnoxious. You can literally be the most random person in the world. And if, and you're... ADHD mind can go everywhere. You can be dug from up and do squirrel and they'll find it cuter than a button. And then, but I'm not allowed to scream my absolute favorite thing in the car. I saw, there was a TikTok a while ago where this girlfriend was recording her boyfriend screaming, uh, dear Maria, count me in at the top of his lungs. And he was actually killing it, by the way. It wasn't just to make fun of him. And she goes, does any other, anybody else's boyfriend do this? And I said, I literally did this yesterday. Like, seriously, we can't sing. You guys can sing anything you want at the top, according to that girl's comment of screaming out in the car as Nick. You guys can scream out all the hell you want, and if it's off key, we can't say shit. But if we fucking start doing it, oh, it's a whole heap of a mess, and that's a whole other side of conversation that makes me mad that we're not going to get into because we're already digging ourselves too deep of a dating hole here. We're digging lit up about this whole singing conversation. Shout out to you. Now that we know what you do in your free time. <sighs> I mean, I was at karaoke last, I was at karaoke last night or whenever this episode's coming what's out the night before. Karaoke songs? Like what's your top three karaoke songs? Wow. Oh boy. Or well, top five. Give us some of your top five. Um, okay. So last night I did must be the whiskey by Cody Jenks. Um, okay. I did. I want to do "Straight to Hell" by Darius Rucker. Um, last night, a couple other ones. These aren't my top five, but we did a couple other ones with me and my buddy. Oh, okay. There's this one song. It's an oldie, but it's on. It's a really, really good song, and it's definitely one that you can do. But if you you got to do it with an older crowd, unless you unless you know the people in the bar know this. "Knock Three Times" by Tommy Orlando and Dawn. That's that's a good song. Um, uh, 1985 by Bowling for Soup. There you go. There's there's a there's a heavy hitter. There's a heavy hitter. Um, we did Mr. Brightside last night. I would put that on my list. That sound. I was gonna say I was waiting for that that, that kind of song because you knew you knew there was gonna be one, Mr. Brightside. Oh yes, yeah, you sir. gotta throw you gotta throw a feeling song in there, but it's gotta be good. Oh, the week prior. So we, I did, I've done this two weeks in a row now because I go out with some friends for trivia. An old roommate, his wife, and then a bunch of friends. This guy and this girl did, um, uh, now I can't think of the freaking song and it's going to, oh. oh my God, what was the song? 
I couldn't tell you. I wasn't there. I don't know. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on this. Um... Oh, let the bodies hit the floor. Oh, yeah. Dude, it was not good. That's great. It was not good. Uh, no, it's not going to be good, but that's great. <laughs> it was funnier oh, than... my God. I look up at the board because wow. I'm like, I start hearing it go. And I'm like, no. And I look up, and it said it, and I was like... Was oh, this a guy and a girl singing it, or just a guy? No, it was a guy and a girl singing it. And they... The girl was definitely, I think, I, more drunker than the guy, but the, the guy was trying was his say, hardest. A, a, a girl oh, singing that song just automatically is like... Oh, it was that's funny. That's an interesting choice. Dude, it was hilarious, because they're like... Like, when it goes... Before it starts getting into the whole chorus, like at the beginning part, like the let the bodies hit the and then just <laughs> screamo. The guy oh, tried to no. the guy tried to do it. <laughs> Didn't end well for the poor dude. I, I appreciate the heart. I really do, man. But and honestly well, you probably run into that a lot where people do oh, karaoke that are either way too drunk or really, really bad at it. Yeah. Or you get the people that this lady decided to go with Celine Dion. My heart will go on. Oh no! Well, that's so, either the greatest thing you've ever heard, or you're like, please stop. And that—that that was my whole thought process. It was like, oh boy, here we go, and the whole thing because of don't judge a book no by way its cover. You can do that song in a midway. You can't just do it where you're like, okay, well, whatever. Yep. It's either like you hit it spot on, or you miss it so badly. Oh. I I will tell I you. I risk high reward, man. Um. <laughs> It was a high reward. This lady fucking killed it. Absolutely blasted this song and just and sounded good. She had the entire group of us going at it. And I mean, we were drunk or like we were drinking. So we were all buzzed, a little drunk. Like we were Everybody singing at the top of our lungs. It, oh, dude. The vibe, man. We actually let her go on it. Like, we got through it, and then we just kind of let her go for one verse because we were like, wait, that actually sounded really, really good. And she screamed the next part on the on that, and I was like, okay, that just made my night. That was funny. Oh, boy. Do you got you go. go-to karaoke songs? I have never done karaoke once in my Bro, entire life. You got to experience it, man. It's I, And this is coming well, when from... when you're in the middle of oh. nowhere, Iowa... Let me tell you, there's not very many places to go karaoke singing in the middle of nowhere, Iowa. That's very true. I'm actually surprised that, like, Someday. Puffs hasn't done a karaoke night in Storm Lake. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you on that front. Someday I Puffs. will. Um, but, you know, <laughs> there's two parts for me to do it. A, there's going to have to be uh, some, some booze involved <laughs> for, the, for, the con- for the confidence of it. I think I'm a fairly okay singer. But, you know, for the, for the confidence to get up on stage, that would certainly uh, take some uh, liquid courage, if you will. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it would be. Oh. I'm trying to think of, like, I mean, well, let me pull up my Spotify. I can tell you some rough estimations. Hold on a second here. There was a guy last night that did Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me by Elton John and George Michael, and I was like, oh, that's fuck." I was like, what are you doing? I was like, this is so... And then he started singing it, and I was like, oh, he's doing good. Because that's like one of my mom's top favorite songs, because she loves Elton John. And I was sitting there, and, and he started singing it good, and I was singing along, so that was fun. Oh! Also, this is a sad thing. Everybody knows it now. Um, R.I.P. to good old Toby Keith, by the way. 
since we're on the topic of singing wow, guidance. What an absolute turn. Sorry that well because it wow. I ha, it has it has a point of value in it besides the fact that we lost an American hero. He's got a lot of heaters, man. You know that's the that's the type of guy that I don't know about you, but growing up I listened to a ton of Toby Keith. Valid. But you know, speaking of him, you know he's get, we'll go through some of his heaters. Top five on Spotify. Should have been a cowboy. We sang that last as night. Good as I once was. Classic. Beer for my horses. If you get a duet for beer for my horses, oh man, everybody's gonna be feeling pretty good. Courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Yeehaw! Come on, let's go. Yeehaw! And then, how do you like me now? Is in the top five as well. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, like, who's your daddy? Is one that's really good. Red Solo Cup. You can't forget red that one. Solo Cup Trailer Hood. Beers oh, yeah, After Work is a good one. Beers Ago is a good one. I love this bar. Oh, that is a just absolute slammer. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, so he, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot you could go with uh, for him. Uh, just good music. So like you said, RIP to an absolute legend. Because he's one of those artists, you know he has hits. But till you actually like sit down and look, you forget how many hits and how how many different topics they go over too. Yeah, and you just you I mean, forget you about how many songs he has. Stuff. You've got the bar songs, and then you've got the like trailer hood, red solo cup, like three different like genres inside of what his music is. Yeah, good stuff. So where I was going with that, you said it. Beer for my horses. If you get a duet with it. The guy, the DJ for karaoke, he's this older gentleman. Um, The dude did both parts by himself because he just did it because it was in a break oh, in the music. Hell yeah. Did Toby's <laughs> part. The man did a Willie Nelson impersonation. Absolutely fucking killed it. It was fucking spectacular. I mean, literally got the whole voice in there and did it. It sounded like a it sounded like a William Nelson or William like Nelson Willie impersonator, Nelson right there. dude. It honestly did. I I told him because he came up to our table because we've been there back to back weeks. Like I was saying, and we've had a lot of fun. And he goes, I I looked at him and I said, "Sir, the Willie Nelson impersonation, absolutely beautiful, made my night." And he goes, "Well, thanks. I love doing that one." And I was like, "You're freaking good at it, so keep it up." Like that was funnier than hell. Just seeing this little man go off on that. Shout out to him. Oh, good old karaoke nights in the beautiful town of our beautiful metro area of good old Des Moines, Iowa. You absolutely good Lord. Oh, an absolute scene. It is an, an absolute abs- scene. <laughs> I had a friend, uh, still friend. Don't talk as much, but she, her go-to for karaoke when we went down to AJ's in Des Moines. Was shout out, shout out to AJ's. Was headband. Um, why did I just blank on the artist? I got really. I'm so I'm so sorry. That was the most spaced out moment by. Um, and by this episode standard, that's actually impressive. <laughs> yeah, headband by Bob and Two Chains. I knew it was Bob. Two chains and B.O.B. I chop one, chop two, chop that ass down. Dude, 
best part was this girl freaking ran the whole song, never skipped a beat. Wow, that is in the middle of age, so like funny. whole crowd, everything. And granted, took her a little bit of liquid courage to do it. And I actually think she would she would do it. So like, if you told her to go up there and do headband, she would do it. But I feel like with karaoke though. You do it all right when you're sober, but I feel like you got oh. a whole other level of like swagger and self confidence once you've had a few drinks and you're starting to feel yourself a little bit. You get the American Idol audition coming on. Uh, that's good stuff. Well, we're an hour and sixteen minutes into this, and so far we've got so far we've talked about dating, dating and. Karaoke. <laughs> if you guys thought Welcome that we were, 80, baby. <laughs> if you Woo! guys thought we were just a sports podcast, hell no. Let me go psycho earlier. So oh my god! Yeah, oh, I don't even want to do. I don't even want to do a like. I was gonna say, let us know what your biggest icks are, but I don't even want to stoop yeah, that low to that level. Know, let us know what your biggest icks are, and on <sighs> that front, we'll talk about. Uh, good old social media, man. We had a notice how we're going to make a, an interesting transition here. We had a record breaking post on good old, uh, TikTok. TikTok. That we did. 4688 views, which, you know, 4.6 thousand views to a lot of people isn't a lot, but for this show, it's a record that blows it out of the water on that post. We had 86 likes, which I think is right around the record. Uh, eight comments, of course. We're talking about the post where Nick talks about the conspiracy theories. Uh, we had people questioning how Baltimore was going to go back-to-back uh, after losing that game that we talked about previously. So shout-out to everybody on TikTok uh, that's been keeping up with the posts because, you know, we've uh, – Started gaining some traction out there. Uh, you know, Nick causing some controversy with his fireball blanket. Uh, you know, you, <laughs> Nick got a shot taken at him. I think he, he sort of called you a bozo. Uh, so the quote is, you're going to freeze to death. Alcohol doesn't raise your body temp. It just makes you feel warm. It's like that so was shout point. out to Nick. Being basically called a bozo on the internet, so yeah, we've been, our social media has been popping. Man. Oh, and we haven't even JC hasn't even posted the good clips that'll get people just irate because we still have those in the bank for whenever we need them. So there's plenty more of hot topics from that podcast because Nick kind of went on a little bit of a rant hour, if anybody remembered. But no, I thought yeah, that was. And you know, this, oh, this show's going to have bangers. We've had bangers in other shows. I mean, 2024 oh. for this podcast is popping. I, had, yeah, I just wanted to shout out and talk oh. about the fact that we had a post that's about to hit 4,700 views. Hell yeah. Everybody's loving it, and I love it as well. It's eight, killing. Eight comments, oh. 86 likes, four saves. You know, shout out to that. I still got to go back to the yeah, fireball that's... blanket comment, bro. That guy was – I get the fact that if you just tried to go out there – you was trying to let the internet know that factually that actually doesn't warm you up. The whole but point – I saw that comment and I was like, oh, this is going to be so good. I was honestly kind of waiting for a response 
to it too and i was just like bro it was just to get us from point a to point b and it's like a 15 minute walk all we needed was a shot or maybe two you're not doing and this is a not a great example but if you get lost in the wilderness and you're trying to survive don't do like that. you're drinking fireball to do it, man. Yeah, I'm not. Like, we're talking about, like, Midwest gatherings here, where it's cold as hell outside. But, you know, you want to go, like you said, from point A to point B, make yourself feel a little bit warmer. What What's the harm? Well, or, like, because everybody knows the Midwest parties here, right? Everybody knows these, or even some, like, out in Colorado and, like, some of the western states before you get to, like, California, Oregon. But you've got, like, shop parties, or you've got shed parties of where you just go into, like, a hunting shed, or you go into, like, the back shed. Like, maybe that's, like, your man hideout spot to watch games with the boys or just go hang out, or you go in the shop where you have, like, all your neighbor families over or, like, your the friends that you've had since college with you and your significant other. You just do that, and it's cold in there. Give me a fireball blanket right quick. I'll go put on another sweatshirt or some shit, but give me a fireball blanket. I'm good to go. So, yeah, there you go. Shout out to the – but I, I was impressed. 4688 where it's at right now. Uh, I went back and looked. There has been nothing particularly close to that. And normally if we get to 500, we're feeling pretty good about ourselves. So normally we average about two to 400 views, which, you know. We're getting there, though. It's not – not awful for what we're doing here, but at forty six eighty eight uh, for the good old uh, podcast there. So and we'll make sure we get it on Facebook too. I'll be able to do a little bit of that this week. Although the Super Bowl one on Instagram has done good, it got eighteen hundred views. So I that, think that the end that's shout out scripted based on color. There's two. Um, also, I about caught myself because everybody I. And that's why I said the it's based on color, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Everybody's going to cancel me real quick. It's like the color of the logo. I had to do that. So. All right, you're way overthinking that. Yeah, I know. Shout out. Shout out. So, yeah, there you go. That's our little update there. You got to hear about the uh, – I, I am hoping like crazy. I get a Bumble story I can tell everybody about next week on the show because we're, – We're excited. You know, we – We've had a, a wide range of JC and the absolute dating woes that I have had. Uh, this show well documented along the way, you know. So we'll, we'll see uh, if I can get you any more doozies, because you know I probably will. But I'll give you, I'll give you that though. Being into the dating world now, it makes it, it's hard. It makes it entertaining, I guess. I don't even know if entertaining is the right word. Not me. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't even know if entertaining is the right word. It's just a struggle at this point. And honestly, for some it's people, I need everybody that's not me. Yeah. Oh, well, with that, do we got anything else that we want to try to dive into real quick? Or are we just going to make this well, one of the most random episodes ever we and throw people? have to hit another segment. We talked about the old. Uh, weather forecast uh, that's not brought to us by anybody yet. How about we go back to the old Butte? Oh, he's turning on the Game Boy. I was wondering what the hell we were doing. I thought I lost you for a sec. Let's go, Pokemon. All right, so clearly my uh, levels are pretty low on my end. But, yes, we're talking about fire red my microphone is uh, 
seemingly just dying on me here. Oh. So, all right, we got we got to back, got to bend the wires. That kind of party. Uh, Pokédex up to forty-seven, badges up to five. So we all know what that means. JC oh, baby. has knocked out another one of those gym leaders. Fuchsia City, hey. Koga. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Haunter of all things. Ooh. Haunter joined our lineup. So Ooh. the lineup right now. Uh, Haunter's level 25, Jolteon's level 31 or 32. Okay. Growl is 32, Doug Trio 33, Primate 33, and Blastoise 38. And almost a split even, four males and two females on the team. The Haunter absolutely went berserk on the bum Koga. Um... So I picked up that win. Now we're fighting a bunch of bird trainers. Um, you know, I think that that's kind of the main gist here. Uh, Jolteon's powered up. Growlithe has got to be getting close to an evolution here. I mean, Growlithe, uh, 32, has learned Flame Wheel. Give me a summary of each of the Pokemon here. So Growlithe, will start with that. Um, Growlithe, Bite, Takedown, Ember, and Flame Wheel. So Flame Wheel, the new attack, uh, looking at a power of 60, effective 100% of the time. The user makes a fiery charge at the foe. Could cause a burn. So that's a look at good old Growlithe Haunter. I don't think Haunter was in the lineup last time. I don't think so. Uh, has learned Shadow Punch. It already knew Psychic, Curse, and Nightshade. Uh, Curse is an interesting one. Um, but Shadow Punch is the new one learned there, level 32. Blastoise, I don't think anything's changed on Blastoise. Tackle, Water Gun, Bite. <coughs> Bless ah, you. Was, Bless you. Um, tackle, Water Gun, Bite, and Surf for Blastoise, so I might have added Surf since last time. I think so. Uh, Doug Trio, Dig, Cut, Mud Slap, and Rock Tomb. Uh, I mean, it's there. I still don't think Doug Trio is like the ultimate warrior yet. It's getting uh, a little outlast. Though, the uh, Mega Punch Strength, Brick Break, and Seismic Toss of Primeape, who is now a level 33. Hey. Can't argue with that. Hey. Got to love Jolteon, Shockwave, Secret Power, Double Kick, and Quick Attack. Solid. At level 34. So we're kind of settling into the team. Blastoise, Growlithe, Primeape, and Jolteon will be there. I think the other two spots are going to kind of move around a little bit here and there. But I tell you what, that Haunter is another one that, like, I mean, it was collected at level 20 at Pokemon Tower. I think when we took it out of the um, out of the box, it may have been a 20 or 21. I don't remember. Uh, but that's at the level 25. The team's almost kind of balanced. I mean, 32, 33, 33, 34, 38, and 25. Um, so Blastoise hardly ever is needed at this point because of just where we're at in the game. You can let the starter take a break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the starter gets mauled through the first half of the game for those that, you know, played. Um, so, yeah, there you go. The old... Uh, team here at a good old five 
um, badges. Let's see if I can, if I'm close enough to run back to the old, uh, trying to do this on the fly. Hopefully I battled everybody and I don't get caught in a battle while we're trying to run back to the Pokemon Center. That's always, I'm that's trying, always how it happens. Trying to figure out if there's any encounters that we had, um, that has been updated. Doing this with one hand while holding a microphone. Who knew how interesting this would be? <laughs> you need this to get a new mic stand, buddy. Well, I'd have to have a mic stand first to get a new one. You that well then just get a I new one. A get a hand, brand new one. I use a handheld mic. I've never had a mic stand. Oh my goodness. We're balling yeah, on well, a budget. <laughs> that is a straight fact. We All need right, to start a getting... covert show GoFundMe for a JC mic stand. <laughs> And for that, we thank you. Um, Go fun. So, all right, we're going to get there eventually, I swear. Um, Pokemon we've added since you guys last checked in with us. Um, Beedrill we added. Uh, did we have a Goldeen last time on this? What about a Venonat? Venonat, I think so. Goldeen, I do not. So since we have added, it's a Goldeen level 21, Psyduck 22, Seeking 24, Nidoran male 30, Raticate 29, Firo 25, Paris 23, Execute 25, Rhyhorn 25, and Dodo, Doduo, I mean 26. Nidoran, 30. For some reason, I've got three of those. And we have a Nidorino at level 32. Um, so there's that. I think that's the one that got, if I remember right, that Nidorino is the one that got swapped out because um, through two trainer battles in good old Koga's gym, that thing got bodied so bad. <laughs> Poor guy. Because he's been on the team. And so he's a level twenty, oh, level thirty, and his moves are cut, peck, horn attack, and double kick. And for those unfamiliar with Koga's gym, that may as well be four L moves because none of them do squat to that team. So there you go. But that's a look at the old uh, old team. As for your boy, we've got. $63,691 baby. Damn. Loaded like a freight train. Man's All got gas, big bucks. No you can take your date. You can take your date to Applebee's with that. Yeah, right. Just kidding. Never mind. Um, and and uh, yeah, with the big bucks. Why can't um, why can't playing Pokemon well, Go be a first a date? Field, you have a field day with Applebee's. God. <laughs> What's wrong with some good old Applebee's? Dude. Anyway, now that I'm just getting relentlessly roasted about it. <laughs> no, no, some I'm... of the items of note, a nugget, which is big money, a couple of rare candies, a pearl, some money there uh, in the old uh, items bag, a star piece. So there's still some money kicking around, but that's kind of a look at the old Pokemon team again. One more time, the squad, Jolteon, Primate, Doug Trio, Growlithe, ha uh, Haunter, and Blastoise. 
Hell yeah. Pretty good type coverage overall, too. I mean, Primeape and Doug Trio is a little redundant. Uh, but everybody else, Water, Ghost, Psychic, uh, Fire, uh, Electric, and Fighting. So, yeah, I don't hate it. I say it's a pretty decent squad. I like that squad. You got all the types covered yeah, and you're ready I mean, to go. Here's the thing. I'm just enjoying hearing you actually have good things to say about the team after the first two episodes of talking about my team. The Butterfree. Where I got roasted. I had a bomb Butterfree and a bang-up Beedrill, man. They were kicking ass and taking names. Not exactly true for Beedrill, but Butterfree was solid. Yeah, and I got just scorched. <laughs> Burned. <sighs> The team has developed now, and I like the team. I'm just not a bug-type Pokemon, man. For good reason. For good. For, for good. very good reason. Beedrill, let me tell you, in the beginning of that game, Beedrill getting to level up Beedrill was a struggle. Oh, my God. Because it, it goes through all those stages. So it goes through uh, when it becomes a... Uh, uh, what the Kakuna or whatever the hell yeah, it is. from the Weedle yeah, to Kakuna. the hell... Those are so bad. Oh. oh, So, yeah, there you go. That's our uh, Pokemon update. And I will update one more wonderful thing for you. Uh, a good look at the summary of the NHL before we... Uh, there we go. Gadaddle. Scores for tonight, the 8th of February. Bruins thump the Canucks for zip. Panthers get past the oldest team, it seems like, the Capitals. Yeah. Uh, 4-2. Interesting one in this game as Washington actually led in the second 2-1, so Florida rattles in three straight goals. Uh, Los Duranen, Lomberg, Kachuk, and uh, Reinhardt, because of course. Um, Florida gets the win there. Devils, you heard all the ranges of emotions <laughs> earlier in the show. Indeed, um, Devils, Devils lose. Uh, you hate to see it. Uh, Flyers beat the Jets, and I mean beat the Jets. Three goals in the first period and route to a 4-1 win. Hurricanes win again. Avalanche, tough go of it out of the All-Star break. Avalanche have now lost a couple. Uh, Islanders thump the Lightning. Vegas is winning out in the desert after two periods, 3-1. Uh, I would not be... I would be surprised if Arizona comes back and beats them. Um, so, quick look at the standings because, you know, this is the, the big part of our uh, sports. Boston, Florida, Maple Leafs, top three. We'll just go straight to the playoff picture here. Boston, Florida, Maple Leafs in the Atlantic, Rangers, Hurricanes, Flyers in the Metro, other two teams. Lightning and Wings. Devils are five points out of the big old wild card spot and division spot for that matter. At 53 points, playoffs would look like this. Florida, Toronto in the first round. Oh, boy. Well, you know, Toronto fans, they wanted Florida. By God, they're going to get them another, give them another crack at them. Um, Carolina and Philly would battle the... Red Wings would get the Bruins, and the Lightning would get the Rangers. I must say, the East, as it sits currently, actually, the matchups are a little more interesting than last time. Uh, we go out to the West. 
Dallas, Colorado, and Winnipeg for the Central, Vancouver, Golden Knights, and Edmonton for the Pacific, Kings, and the Blues, St. Louis Blues. Nashville's right there with them as well. Season ended today. It would be Colorado and Winnipeg, Vegas and Edmonton. Elsewhere, it would be Vancouver, St. Louis, and the LA Kings would go to the Dallas Stars as their first-round opponent. So there's a look at that. And I'm just going to say this right now for the only other sporting event that probably holds a whole lot of relevance at this moment at the tail end of the podcast. Give me San Francisco, the 49ers, after my absolutely abysmal picks. All for two in the old title games. I mean Detroit. Uh, What in the name of all that is holy? Kick the freaking field goal. And you're not tearing down a conference championship. You go up 17. Yeah, also here's, here's that whole aspect. You're up 17, and you completely switched. San Francisco couldn't stop the run to yeah, save their lives, and you stopped. 14. You're up 14. You make the field goal at 17. Three-score game with a team that had done Jack Diddley and squat against you, and you decide, nah, let's go oh. for the big prize. You knew it was going to catch up to Detroit at some point, the way oh, yeah. they play, the, the way they gamble. I don't hate it on a personal level. It's, but there's the a time and a place, San man. Francisco got one. And speaking of teams that just everybody folds like a lawn chair to them in the AFC, Baltimore Ravens, oh, my God, how in the name of the Tolman Holy did you lose to that team? Kansas City scores 17. And here's the thing that I will say. 17. And they didn't score in the second half. Baltimore, they got shut out in the second half and still, won, and still won. Baltimore is lucky their defense actually was still playing. Otherwise, Kansas City should have boat raced them. And that's the matter of the fact is Kansas City should have boat raced Baltimore. The way that they looked, Lamar wasn't completing passes, but still Lamar was trying to – Lamar was at, just uh, trying to ball. They're, they're just they're, – oh. for whatever reason, Kansas City – they find ways and to I win, man. I never thought they were a bad team per se, but like they're not. To me, yeah, the best team in the yeah, AFC on that playoff awful. line was not KC. Well, they went and proved that theory wrong. Well, but it, anyway, it's just like it's just like how New England would do. I'm with you on that one. I got San Francisco. I think this one could actually be. I I, I wouldn't want to say it could be a nail biter, but I definitely don't think it's going to be a blowout. 38-31. And here's my thing. Mm-hmm. If this wow. goes a blowout one way, San Francisco will mangle Kansas City if it's a blowout. Because I have the belief in San Francisco's defense. I agree Where with Kansas that. City, not so much. But you know what? I've gone against Kansas City now. Uh, let's look back. I think I've gone against them every single round so far, and it hasn't worked. Uh, I took Buffalo. That was an L. I took the Ravens. That was an L. And, uh, oh, I went with them the first round because they were playing the Dolphins in cold-ass Kansas City, so that was a no-brainer. But every round outside of the wild-card round, I've went against them, and it hasn't worked so far. So give me San Francisco. Let's see if the curse continues. 
And here, here's my thing on that, too, is one, the Ravens absolutely shot themselves in the foot and just literally shot all over themselves. Because, I mean, you have so many dumb penalties in that game that and didn't need to happen. A, you fumble the ball oh. away. Dude, I, I will oh. say this. One, I understand that the heart and the effort was there, but I'm going to call it selfish. Zay Flowers dove from the five freaking yard line and stretches that ball and this is the best part and like I said I appreciate the the effort I appreciate the mentality of I want to get the end zone dude you have five defenders around you if you're going to dive that ball better be tough to, tucked straight into your gut and as soon as your knee, like your feet lift the ground your knees better be tucking into that ball and you better be fetal position around that ball going through the air that ball does not need to be across the goal line yet you have still a yard or two to go with one of the best running quarterbacks in the freaking league. You can score that. You can score. Yep. That's not hard. Don't stretch that out because that, oh, it was so bad. And then he goes over and punches the the seat. He punches the bench. I mean, you had oh, that and you had Lamar throwing his helmet. I mean, it was kind oh, of a meltdown. Was, yeah, Baltimore literally coming out being one of the – and that's the first time oh. they've hosted an AFC championship game. And I couldn't believe that. Well, here's my thing. Baltimore looked throughout the entire out the entire year, it was like, all right, yeah, this Baltimore team's good. As the year went on, this Baltimore team is pretty good. As it got to the last four weeks and of the season, everybody was like, Oh, people. yeah. They it wasn't even a question. <laughs> Made Miami look bad. Just Making everybody look bad in the league. Coming out, Lamar Jackson. Obviously, he just won league MVP. He's here. It's it was his year. And then all of a sudden, you get into Kansas City or you play the Chiefs, and you look like shit. And that just seems to be a pattern with our friends in the AFC or AFC. Is for some reason you just can't figure out how to beat them. It's it's kind of like New England. I mean, it is exactly yeah. like New England when they had Tom Brady. It's Except you. It's a little more swaggy than New England ever was. I mean, New England was one of those teams that, sure, they were annoying. They won a lot. But there wasn't this whole, I don't know how to describe it other than swaggy. And this, this whole Taylor Swift thing doesn't necessarily help their cause on this front. We're not even going to talk about it because I'm going to get fired up about it. So... I don't know. Maybe it's just the over media presence compared to when the Patriots were doing their thing. But man, I don't know. It's just, they're just a little more annoying to me than the Patriots because the Patriots had the thing where you could be mad, but you also knew that they were really, really good. Besides the fact of the alleged cheating scandals brought against them that everybody well, had. That's but, every sport. I mean, yeah. and, I was, and I was going to say just that. You got a freaking World Series. Yep. That they didn't get taken away. So I don't, you know, cheating's not, you shouldn't do it. But at the end of the day, I mean, sports has proven that cheating's bad, except in insert case here. Yeah. So anyway, I, uh, I'll i digress on that because well, that gets me fired, fired up. up, man. Well, I was going to say that was the one thing that you really look at. There's a difference right now. I understand what you were saying from there's a difference between New England back in the day with Belichick and Tom Brady, that team had a team. Even before or even after Randy Moss left New England, that team had a team. 
I mean, that had every single aspect of the team ready to go. It wasn't just quarterback and tight end. But now Kansas City has, and I, I will still say this till the day that I die, even in Tom Brady's old-ass age and being retired for two years, there is no quarterback that I will fear more with anything more than zeros on the clock and the game on the line. There is no quarterback I will ever fear more than Tom Brady marching down a field. It is it it, it just especially playoffs. Yeah. Tom Brady. I mean, regular season. Tom Brady's bad enough in the playoffs. Man, you Tom put Brady that guy in the freaking playoffs. You better just put the farm on the fact that if he has the ball and that's not triple zeros, they're probably going to win. If you have, and a, they did a lot. If you had a minute left, you were holding your breath. You were sitting there and you were puckering. If you had 15 seconds left, you're like, okay, okay. But you were still holding your breath because some way, somehow, Tom Brady was going to find Julian Edelman downfield to catch it off of Atlanta's feet. Oh, my gosh. And then you look at Kansas City where I was getting to that part. The thing that I would say from what you were trying to describe, they almost look forced. Like, they're trying to live up to this mentality of, okay, yeah, we got Travis Kelsey, he's a star, which, granted, don't, I can't put anything against Travis Kelsey. The man is still a dog, beast, one of the best tight ends to play the game. I mean, he's, this year was a rough season, I will give him that. The the thing that gets me, and I mean, I'm sure it happens, it's called gamesmanship, I understand it, but when you're, and this is Kelsey and Mahomes both, when you're throwing the helmet and the, um, T of a kicker because Dude, you're too petty yep. to move over like three yards. Yep. I mean, there's there's been teams that the Patriots have, you know, not gotten along with. But at the end of the day, there was a respect for your opponent. Yeah. And the, the, the two that come to mind are Peyton Manning and Tom Brady in the heyday. Peyton Manning got his ass beat a lot by Tom Brady with teams in the playoffs. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you knew there was a mutual respect where Kansas city to me doesn't have that. Yeah. I'll agree. And I mean, maybe it's because they haven't found that rival yet that actually can beat them in the playoffs. So you think that you're just, you know, a a God among men to a certain extent, but that shit they did in Baltimore. Dude. And that's the fact that coming from a guy who doesn't, give a shit about football for the most part. I mean, I'll talk about it and that, but I don't watch a lot of it. That's that punk shit. And that's the I fact mean, of the matter. The, the kicker takes the high road and Travis Kelsey doubles down on beating his chest about it. Dude, I mean, you're you're at the you're on the road. You have no fucking respect. You are you are literally yeah. like that's not even trying to earn respect. That's not and even trying to strike fear of the heart, dude. You game. just look like a dick. And it's not a oh rivalry game because if you recall two three years ago, Tennessee and Baltimore had two or three playoff games where it'd be in Tennessee and Baltimore, and they had the whole you'd go to the team's logo, you'd stomp all over the logo if you won, and you had shit like that. Dallas and San that's Francisco a game to me because in the Baltimore Tennessee series. A, both teams won. B, it was both teams knew it was coming. And it wasn't just, you weren't singling anybody out. You were just basically being like, hey, look, you did this shit to us when you beat us on our field. Now we're going to come and do it to you on your field. Yeah. 
And I have way more respect for that than I do for chucking the kicker's helmet in tea because you felt like being a bottle baby. Dude, it's a kicker. It's Justin Tucker. The man, I, the biggest thing that I was, the biggest thing, I was praying so bad that you and everybody else, that Lamar Jackson got that drive down there. They scored last second field goal, 60 yard freaking nuke. From Justin Tucker yep. to walk it off. You and everybody else, buddy. You oh, and everybody dude. else. I saw that, and I'm like, at first, I had to watch it multiple times because I'm sitting there. I'm like, dude, this can't. This has got to be some joke. The first time I watched it, when Mahomes, they're just screwing around yeah. with each other. When Mahomes first did it, I'm like, all right, that might just be him just razzing a little bit, like just kind of having some fun with him because Justin Tucker's just doing his stretches. He'll move over. And then Kelsey comes over, whips his helmet, and they're still doing it after multiple plays. I'm like, dude, come on. And, and have no, some class. nobody did anything about it. No. That's the thing that got me was, you know, and I mean, I think part of this for me is Baltimore and watching, you know, a lot of hockey where you, you're, you're, you don't let the opponent screw with your guy. Yeah. And they let the opponent screw with their guy where, you know, you didn't do anything about it. And, I mean, like you said, the first part, I think Justin Tucker probably thought it was just they're trying to be funny or do whatever, little gamesmanship, whatever. But the way they did it. And then especially once Travis Kelsey came over, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't a big Kansas City fan to start with, but that certainly didn't help my cause, man. Well, dude, it wasn't even – it wasn't even at midfield. It was, uh, to my knowledge, or unless I just looked at it wrong, it looked like it was in Baltimore territory. It was, an, it was an, in an end zone, yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, I don't Just know. slide the fuck. Like, anyway, sorry. Oh, my God. Kansas City once again in another Super Bowl against San Francisco. Like I said, give me the 49ers. It's going to be uh, – San Francisco is going to score a lot. That's my prediction. Uh, this is my biggest prediction. I'm hoping that Brock Purdy shuts every one of these guys up. Every single analyst on it, every single. Mr. Irrelevant wins the Super Bowl. Dude. I love the sound of that. Well, and here, so this is my biggest thing. I get the fact that he's only two years in the league. This was his first full starting season. I'm 100% respecting that idea. And I would like to see him be consistent for the next two years that he has to really put in perspective who Purdy is. But if he wins a Super Bowl, who gives a shit about consistency? Because he's already going to be that next level guy. Anyway, continue. Well, and, and that's to my point, too. Even if he loses the Super Bowl. Granted, yes, you lost the Super Bowl. Everybody's going to talk shit on you. Bullshit. The man came in as a third-string backup, Mr. Irrelevant, last pick in the draft, led his team to an NFC title game against the Eagles, who back last year, easily the toughest team in the league, by far, hands down, no contest. And then Kansas City finds a way to win a Super Bowl. Which, Kansas City last year was a good team as well. Do not get me wrong on that, but personally, that Eagles team last year was, they were playing out of their minds. But Purdy gets them there. You come back this season. What's Brock Purdy going to do? Is it going to be the same year? The Niners pick him as the starter. Jimmy Garoppolo leaves. Trey Lance leaves. So it is Purdy number one. Besides three games. Three games of a losing streak. Brock Purdy absolutely dominated this season. Brock Purdy absolutely came out. And here's the best part. His demeanor is so Tom Brady-esque. And this is what I mean by that. Pocket presence. Calm. Reads, 
a couple of times. He'll make a he'll make a quick one here and there that doesn't prevail to his liking, but he's he's easy. He's simple. He sees it. He's got it. I'm not saying he's going to turn into Tom Brady only after two years, but I'm saying that he could have a he could have a career that's somewhat similar. He seems like that guy that's just it's so easy for him. And it was the same thing at Iowa State when he came in. He was a backup quarterback at Iowa State. He came up through the ranks. He led Iowa State to some great seasons with minimal talent, by the way, on that team. Brees Hall and Alan Lazar were the only two just real about things. Won a Big title. Yeah. Just about won a Big 12 title that one year. That's but for an Iowa State team to get that far is uh, remarkable. But that's what I'm saying. It's like everybody's judging him on this. It's like, dude, the guy got back to a Super Bowl. And everybody's saying, oh, it's the team around him. You, Of course you're going to be good with that. It's like, yeah, of course you're going to be good with that. But here's the fact of the matter. You still have to throw the ball downfield to Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Granite. That's just about Trent Dilfer with the Ravens when they won it back in 2000. Yeah. That's this whole argument where it's like, here's the thing. You can have the perfect team around you, but to your point, you still have to go out there and not screw it up. Like, I don't care if you're like the Trent Dilfer example where you're – you know, you get carried. Yeah. You still have to not give games away. And this is pro football. That's not easy to do. It's exactly. It's not easy. Yeah, Brock hope, Purdy still I has to. Barry oh. Kansas City. Brock Purdy goes off. Coyote scored. Oh, wow. With 1620 to go. Wow. Arizona right back in the game down in the desert. Didn't see who scored because it didn't tell me, but it's 3 2. Uh, I hope Brock Purdy gets her done, and uh, San Francisco as a team wins yet another. It would be really nice, especially after I've seen all the memes of George Kittle saying, yep, I'm going to be back here. We're going to be back here. And just to see the entire San Francisco team back the kid of Purdy, and just to see the entire entirety of that family aspect. Like, you take Dan Campbell in the lines of that team had a lot of heart, and that team just wanted to go beat the brakes off of everybody. And just, we were going to die trying. You look at this San Francisco team, it's the same aspect, except it's a lot more cool. It's level-headed. It's not, we're going to go, we're going to go like a chicken with our head cut off into this, but we still know what we're doing. It's like, San Francisco is very level-headed about this. Defensively, you got Nick Bosa, you got Chase Young on the outside edge, you got Excuse me, you've got a good secondary core. Your offense is one of the best teams in the league. This is going to be, I think, a game that, like I, or like you said, if it's going to be a blowout, it better be on the San Francisco end, and I'm 100% here for it. If it's a San Francisco blowout, I will still watch every minute of that game just to watch Kansas City get. Because this year, I like you said, it's been kind of more of a diva-ish year for them. Mm-hmm. It has it has not been smooth sailing for Kansas City. Like there's been Patrick Mahomes going off on the refs as bad as he did when Kadarius Tony was clearly offside or not Kadarius. Um, who whoever they, it was. Oh, they remind me of why I can't watch the NBA. To your point about the diva stuff. Yes, it just seems to me like it's watching an NBA team. Oh, it's so and, stupid, I mean, dude. I like basketball, but I've made, I've made no bones about it on this show. NBA is not something I will watch. No. Not, I mean, if it's at a sports bar or whatever, that's one thing. But, I mean, for stuff I will go out of my way to watch, that ain't it. 
because of that exact same thing. Also, Keller scored his 21st for the Coyotes, 340 into the third period, 3-2 our score. In the desert, Vegas still leading by one. That's kind of the comparison I'll make about Kansas City is it just feels like that whole NBA-type stick. Yeah, I 100% I'm sure that I, I can't explain it very well, but it just, I don't know, it just doesn't do it for me. It's crying over spilled milk is really what it is. Yeah. And yeah, and we won't even get into the Swifty thing because everybody else in the world's bringing it up and it's turned into just this whole narrative of it's now almost a joke and I'll say one oh. thing. I'll say one thing. Shout out to her for doing a concert in Japan, getting on a 12-hour flight and getting back to San Francisco or Vegas, I mean, and then having to land and not keep her plane in Vegas and get to the Super Bowl like 3 hours before it starts. I mean, you gotta want it, man, and apparently she's going for it. So shout out to that. Sure. Yeah, next not a big fan. So there you go. That's all I've got for pro football. <laughs> Roll 49ers, baby. Indeed. Uh, after that, uh, we're both picking I mean, the baseball, Niners. Uh, pitchers and catchers report next week. That's oh, what I'm actually oh, excited oh, about in the sports oh, world. Ah. Uh, I get more of a shit about that than I do about uh, the Super Bowl. So. Yeah. Oh, 50 days till opening day, folks. 50. Count them. Five. Uh, oh. Let's go, Blue Jays. Vladimir Guerrero says it's our year, baby. It's more specifically his year. But, hey, if it's Vlad Guerrero's year, then maybe the Blue Jays will win the whole thing. It's never too early to be that delusional fan. There you go. This is the I, year for the Cubs. The, uh, I'll, tell, know, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It's his year, so man. I'll really tell you what the year is, though. He should it's, probably not. Uh, he should probably not run off of second base with a runner at third in a playoff game. That'd be a hell of a start for him. That's probably why it's his year because he's quote not going to do that. But I'll tell you what year. I'll oh, tell you whose year. Not. Oh. I'll tell hey, you whose year it is. It's the year that the Dodgers do what they do best. They spend bunches of money. Just to win the regular season. Just to win the regular season. Oh, boy. We'll see how that team does. Because I'm one out of two opinions on this. I'm curious to see if the Dodgers actually do good. And this little experiment goes, and I can't even say experiment, and um, lifetime savings investment gets the respect that it deserves and goes all the way up through. Or if you really have too much star power on that team now, where it just Next week, piddles. We will have to break down how many World Series championships that team needs to win to make it worthwhile. That's a lot so of math. So if you are listening to this this deep in the game, or in this deep in the game, this deep in the podcast, I want you to comment on our posts how many World Series titles do the Dodgers need to win to make the insane amount of money that they've been spending this offseason worth it. $1 billion. That's the total combined. It's $1 billion, It's like one point something billion dollars. So if you guys can figure that out for us, much appreciated. So now the question is how many how many World Series, uh, not appearances, how many wins, wins. does that team need to get? I'm just going to spoil part of it. For me, it's got to be multiple. I'm not going to tell you how many till next week. Um, but it's going to have to be multiple because you don't 
build a team like this. You don't pay a team like this for regular season titles. Yeah, this is this is and this strictly... is a team that has already been winning regular season titles. This is where you you drop this amount of money to win a lot. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about that more next week. But I don't know. It's <sighs> it's what it is. I'll close my sports segment with that. Speaking of baseball, I don't know how much you've been watching the old Golden A's, Las Vegas. I don't know if they'll be at the Golden A's, but I was reading Golden Knights. Uh, Las Vegas A's. Las Vegas, I think it was the mayor, has unofficially told, told Oakland, probably should find a way to keep the A's out in the bay. We'll talk more about that next week as well, but that was my <laughs> oh, no. little uh, the poor tidbit. You, you look it up on the uh, look it up. There's an interview that's done with her, and uh, oh no, that's pretty funny. The poor A's I mean, are just oh, it's gonna be like major league. Yeah. It's gonna be the movie Major League all over again instead of the Cleveland Indian. It's it's the Oakland A's. Poor old Ricky Henderson's probably like, I gotta buy this team. Oh boy. Well, so, yeah, there you go. We'll have a lot more to talk about next week on that front. And, uh, yeah, I love hopefully, it. like I said, I get a good bumble story because if, if I don't get a good joke out of it, then it wasn't worth the time. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see about that, but that's all I've got for this one. Golden Knights still up three, two, uh, down in the desert, 12, 24 to go. Third period Panthers win devils do not that's the summary of the three teams of the show. Well, it's been fun, guys. We're two hours into this. Hope you guys have made it all the way through to the end. If you guys have, special congratulations. But unlike Ready Player One, you don't get an Easter egg. So, sadly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Way to set them up and then be like, congratulations. <laughs> and you get a crisp high five, buddy. Well, I'm just prepping Dodger fans for what's coming. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> got him. Oh, uh, well, hopefully you guys have also learned something on this episode too. Where to not take a girl on the first date? What the biggest uh, icks are? Take a girl on the first or where date. to? Yeah, we've kind of broke down how ninety percent of what they said on that list is complete and utter garbage. And also, that's our opinions. Most guys could probably say, "Well, yeah, why the fuck would you take them to to here?" It's like. We're two different guys, so that's how our brains are wired. So we're doing what we're doing, and we're probably going to disappoint some people when we take them on dates. But you know what? We'll have our fun. We'll have fun taking them on we'll it because that's where story. we're going. Bad decisions, bad decisions make good stories, and never forget that. Oh boy! Well, like we said, hopefully you learned something. And for that, we're going to let you guys enjoy the rest of your evening, day, afternoon, morning, wherever you guys are listening to this show. Thank you guys for tuning in to number 80, the big eight zero of the Covert Show. Peace out.